Hey, 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 everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so happy that you are here. So welcome to Real Talk, A Journey with Jay, and I am Jay. And today I'm going to have a special guest on, Bob. He is a director of functional medicine. He is a farmer and he has a nursing background as well. So also, he is a God-loving American patriot, and you know I love that. So I'm so excited to have Bob on. We're going to talk about God and how God has changed his life and what his purpose is uh, in this whole great awakening and bringing people closer to the consciousness of God. And I'm really excited because, uh, you know, as I've traveled along the way through this whole summer and just taking time to really just connect and um on a on a spiritual level with people so bob has so much um he's just a plethora of information especially about the scripture and god and um and so i want to bring him in and we're going to talk about uh, his experiences with um you know, a, a spiritual awakening. And I hope that you enjoy the podcast. Um, as you know, I'm on a spiritual journey. And when that happens, you know, God is always orchestrating and, and he is always um, lining you up with folks so that you can, um, you know, do his work. So, and that's really what it's all about right now. As you know, we're in a spiritual war and, um, you know, right now is the time to get closer with God and, um, you know, put your faith in him that everything will work out. Um, I know it seems so crazy, the things that are going on and it's, it can be a little nerve wracking at times. Um, but when you have faith in God and you know, everything is going to be okay and you've given it up to him and you're allowing him to kind of just work in your life, uh, and give others hope and tell everybody the good news. So Bob's here today to tell us the good news. So I appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. And stand by. Hey, everybody. We have Bob on the phone. Thanks for calling in, Bob. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. Awesome. How's everybody else? Well, you how's know, everybody else? Exactly. How's everybody else? You know, I, I cannot complain. Uh, today is a good day. So, you know, just, I, you know, I haven't got on any, anything today. I haven't looked at social media not once today. So honestly, I really don't know what's, if anything uh, new is going on. So well, what about you? What's I'm, going on? Well, I was out squashing squash bugs. <laughs> If anybody has squash, you know what squash bugs are that kind of they're meat, <clears throat> they're rotten little turds. Oh my goodness. This is a bad year. Well, we had a the heat, the drought. Yeah. A lot of stress on the garden. So apparently weeds and insects love it the best and everything else has a hard time. So I was out messing around with squash bugs, but there's harvest. So we're going to have a harvest, not like we did last year or the year before the previous years, but 
Um, it'll be a, de a reasonable harvest, but through hard work, perseverance, and overcoming, that's that's the goal of it. And you know what? That's all you can do, right? You can just that's you know hope it. and pray for the best, right? Yeah. So try so, to keep learning. Try to keep figuring out. Yeah, absolutely. So Bob, we met through Kelly, um, Facebook friends, and, you know, I've met a lot of people through Facebook, um, and social media. And it's just a, that that's when social media is such a great thing, right? It's just God orchestrates, you know, he uses it for good. He orchestrates and gets people together. And, um, you know, we've, we've talked and, you know, I, I expressed to you what my goal was, my, my goal and my, and my purpose, I believe, is to bring people closer to the consciousness of God. We are in a spiritual war right now. Um, we can see that it's evident that biblical prophecies are playing out. So, uh, you know, we got together, we talked and you're a God fearing patriot and I love it. And I just, I want, I wanted to just give you the opportunity to give you the floor to just tell everybody about yourself, tell them, you know, uh, about your spiritual journey and, um, you have the floor. Thank you so much, Bob. Awesome. So I'm on the spot. Well, guess what? <laughs> Come it's on now. Yeah, I know. It's hard to prepare for this when that is not something that you do on any occasion. So in fact, this is the first occasion I have to elaborate about myself so much as, you know, just chitty chat in here and there and this and that. Yeah. However, yeah, just tell us, just tell said, us about who you are. No, no pressure. Just you know, just kind of give an idea of what, what, what God has done in your life. Well, uh, I, I forward you some information. I was trying to be short and not too in depth of too much material. Cause there's some stuff that is just, you know, everyone has a lot of pain in their past. Mm -hmm. uh, well, the people that I know do apparently, and you know, there's trials and tribulations and it's what you do with that. So for me, it was, uh, just trying not to go with the social pressure and, you know, the concept of social media and whatever social pressure has been there since, you know, time began. Mm -hmm. And there was more than one person on this planet, <laughs> you know, social pressure started, I guess, at that point. So at, it just it was a long drawn out childhood of all kinds of nonsense and weirdness that culminated into a time where I had I spent quite a bit of time with my grandparents and uh you know I still am absolutely grateful and thankful for all that they cared about and loved in me although they were worried because yeah, <laughs> I didn't turn away <laughs> I didn't turn away from God I turned away from the church and, you know, as a child, you don't know, you know, stuff. There's the level of understanding comes from living or, you know, there's all kinds of other ideas about that. But the the concept is that it just didn't, it, man, I just remember fire and brimstone and mm -hmm. your soul's bid for eternal, eternal damnation unless you, you know, of course, it's just seemed not that that is wrong so much as that was all that was seemed to be said and it didn't seem to have redemption as the primary focus mm -hmm. and so although as a child i didn't see that that way so much as i just went wow so i'm a useless person here in this 
you know, church and or life. And I can't, that doesn't make any sense to me. So anyways, long story, um, just tried to live, tried to ex- experience the love of my grandparents. And that was real good. And That's uh, awesome. all the nonsense going on in my life, I tried to make sense out of it. Of course, you can't make sense out of someone else's nonsense. It's not possible. Absolutely. I mean, you can try. And uh, got married early and uh, waited nine years to have a child. And, you know, that was tough. It was hard because it, I, my opinion at that point was I wasn't going to fail him. There's no failure. I was going to do something no matter what. No matter what, I was going to do it. And, uh, well, it didn't work. You know, it didn't. There's two different thought processes. One is more of a spiritually minded and, you know, moving into the direction of God unto Jesus Christ. And that's how I say it anymore. And another that hadn't had that concept. So we split ways. We weren't one flesh at that, you know, certainly at that point, but probably never will, but was, but. Um, a beautiful daughter. However, it was a lot of hard times, you know, a lot of hard stuff that went on because it was my intention then to continue to be the the dad. Uh, so stayed in it for until oh, she turned 18. And then at that point, I thought, well, it's time to go because it was uh, 12 years of not so much fun. Anyways, a lot of trials and tribulations with all that. If anybody's been through those situations, especially if the the spouse is, you know, upset and really not liking it and all this other whatnot. So anyways, long story short, a lot of bad just but never losing faith. That's mm-hmm. another very, very important concept. Although man, it felt like it was the bottom and darkness was closing in and, and at certain times it just started to overcome you. If anybody's had to suffer with that kind of stuff, it's difficult because darkness is consuming. You know, you read about it in the scriptures, and I don't, at that point, I have never read the scriptures. I had unique awareness of it because my grandparents are very religious in that regard. Um, They're worried about me and all this. And I got an old Bible they presented me, and well, anyways, my ex had taken everything I had. So I got that back not that long ago and i'm almost i'm 57 now so you know i read that passage they had in there that they were genuinely worried about me you know this is a long time um but anyways so let me let me ask you a question as far as like you know and, and that's the thing is that we have, you know, we have organized religion and the majority of organized religion, in my opinion, has put, oh, it's, it's God, God, in, in such a punitive way, like God, be fearful of God and, and God's going to, if you don't do this and it's all fear-based. And so that's, it sounds like that, that just didn't really resonate with you. And you, you, you it didn't make any sense. How yeah, can the perfect yeah. loving being persecute everyone exactly <laughs> and, and as a child you know i get it you know now it's different you know because i've read and i've dedicated my life now to christ and i've read the scriptures both in the king james version the there's an aramaic prosciutto version and I'm on another version. Uh, I'm trying to get to the absolute truth is what I'm getting oh, to. 100%. Yeah. 
And what I'm finding is I'm, I'm actually always knowing of the truth. I just have to ask for discernment. Although these Bibles that try to describe things as close and accurate as it could be to the original are, it is a godsend in, in reality because it helps me put that together because that's always been my truth has always been a, a, a goal of mine, truth and understanding and knowing. So. Um, I'll give you a little more history about me. I'm, uh, I'm a, well, 57, getting a little old and crickety and full of arthritis, but I'm, I have uh, two bachelor's degrees, a couple of associate's degrees. I dove into, um, I am an ex with a uh, certified master gardener. I have horticultural background. I have carpentry of all kinds. And building did that for quite some time, not just two by fours and wood. We're talking about cabinetry, roofing, flat work, cement work, you know, nice. HVAC, electrical plumbing, the whole nine years, because it a wasn't just enough to do I one. A lot of what is missing again in, in America, right? We like, furniture and things like this remember when they used to just build such great furniture and now it's like people just you know it's it's imported and it's like we need to get back to that where people can create right 100 percent. even you know i'm not that old <laughs> although sometimes no you're not come on don't age yourself i'm i'm 51 okay you're only you're only like six years you know older than i you are not you're not old <laughs> you're just getting but started I, but i've seen <laughs> I have literally seen the change in manufacturing because yeah. I yeah. I worked in manufacturing. I worked for an auto company for five years. I've worked in uh, tool and die for a very long time. I worked in welding. I've worked in fabrication. I've worked That's in amazing. casting for years. I've done, I've never, I can't stop learning. And although now I'm getting to where I'm like, okay. <laughs> You know, that's awesome. I know, I know enough now. I need to start putting some of this to, to the pedal, to the metal. So now I'm homesteading and it's a unique challenge, but uh, I have seen going back to that, all the changes when I was in initially, all the stuff started just coming apart in terms of carpentry and, and for, like you said, furniture and, and cabinetry. It just, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It is you know, when I was initially doing that, there was only a couple big box stores. Actually, there was only one. There was, uh, well, there was two. Handy Andy's, which probably no one remembers because they were very local up in my area and not very big. And then, of course, people do, should remember this is uh, uh, Builder Square. Yes, that was yeah. Kmart Corporation. And they were trying to be, you know, they had, they knew that there was that trend was coming or however they knew that. So they, you know, came out and totally stole all the money out of the company or did something like that. And but that was not normal. There was just the mom and pop builders shops and 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 uh, you know when you would go to those big box stores, it seemed cool because you could get everything. You could get a pair of underwear and a fishing license. No, I'm kind of going overboard. That was Myers. <laughs> but the other stores, you could get. A lot of stuff. It wasn't just two by fours or this or that or a little bit of hardware. Because you know, I remember going to a hardware place, and this place had hardware. The guy knew where everything was. It was amazing. 
I don't know how he knew where everything was because there was a million drawers with, a, you know, hundreds, I would assume just times that by all the little fasteners and all the little this and all the little that. If you brought something to him or you told him this is what I'm looking to do, he could set you up just like that. That doesn't exist anymore. No, you know know what it is. It's no one assesses the need, right? It's, it's, you know, we have this, we have that. And then it's, and it's, then it's like, oh, well, uh, you know, what are you looking for? And then they show you something totally different. It's like people just don't even listen anymore. Like the art of, of, of um, customer service is like, it's, it's a dying breed. Awful. They themselves don't do it. Exactly. They themselves don't really do it, and and they certainly don't have a, a legacy in their family of doing that. So to that, this is just a job. Yeah, yeah. Where what I've seen before, it wasn't just a job. It was that's who I am. That's who I am, and I take pride in who I am, and I do this because I can help others, and I see you know benefit in it, and apparently there was profit so that they could you know make a living. This just doesn't exist anymore. I mean, in the auto, I'm a mechanic. Yeah. It's the same thing happened in there. It's cabinetry. Yeah. I made cabinets, but you could get, there was cabinet shops. Actually, you could go and get the things you needed. That's not not really anymore. Everything's out of those big box stores. And, you know, cabinetry is just exploded, expensive. Most of it now it's all being parts and pieces sourced from China. Just, Absurd. When I grew up, China wasn't a thing hmm. that I knew of, not in the stores. Most no, everything was made in the U.S. No, not in know, the stores. That's not, been not the, the last 10 years. It's just gotten ridiculous. Everything that you look at, you, you, you pull the sticker off, it's made in China. It doesn't, it's crazy. I mean, from a, a, something as simple as a candle, because I'm I'm sitting at the at the table, I'm like, okay, there's a candle. Something as simple as a candle is made in China. Or you know, um, you know, a, a, pay, a, a shelf unit or whatever it may be. It's it's insane. Um, you're from you're originally from Illinois, correct? Michigan. Michigan. So you're from yeah, the Midwest. Well, yeah. So you're from the Midwest. I was born outside of Chicago, and then uh, we moved away for a little bit, and then we came back to Ohio. And so you know, my family's been in the automotive industry in some way shape or form um uh you know my uncle my uncle uh that that stayed in in the the chicago lands area he um got into you know construction and and so you know blue collar jobs right and that's that's what the midwest is all about is like this grit and this like man hard-working people right and you have the mills that are along lake michigan and so yeah my family i mean my family my brother my my uncles my you know my father was in the automotive industry i, I mean uh we moved to toledo to Toledo, you know, was a, a, a big area, Jeeps there. And it's it's just like you just see this over the last, you know, 10, 15 years where it's just, you know, China, China, China and everything, in, in, including, you know, the automotive industry. It is when I'm Michigan, I was Erie. So mm-hmm. most people don't know Erie, Erie, Michigan, but, you know, Lake Erie. Oh, I know, so right. Yeah. Yeah, right there on the Lake Southern, Lake Michigan or Lake Lake Erie. I was Erie. I lived in Toledo. 
I know exactly right. where Erie is. Exactly. You cross the border, you're in Erie. Yeah. So we were always in Toledo. I worked quite yeah. a bit in Toledo. Some of those fabricating jobs, the casting jobs, yeah. Bowler Jarvis in Toledo. I worked in. Oh, my gosh. You know, I, I've done all of those things. I know how to weld. I know how to, I know all these things. And it's just, it's crazy because no one else really does. Now here I'm in Missouri and I'm in a way back and out and, and God, I love it here because God brought me here. I prayed. I needed to do something because Illinois was losing its mind. I, not all of Illinois. I get it. There's good people in Illinois, but boy, anyhow. It's a, it, well, said, Chicago's been infiltrated. Let's be honest. I mean, there's so much corruption it, there. There has it, been for a long time. Uh, you know, it's it's become a sanctuary city, much like you know, Portland, much like uh, 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 Seattle, uh, San Francisco, L.A. on the on the West Coast. I mean, this is part of the Great Lakes. So, you know, what do you want to do when you when you are looking at a, at a situation from a military standpoint? And you want to you want to soften you want to soften up the United States so you can attack it. What are you going to do? You're going to soften up your borders. Right. You're going to you're going to make these these areas the most liberal because then that's going to usher in the communism. <laughs> Just real talk it's, there, Bob. It's disheveling everything we have. But the, the, yeah, the, the 100%. big missing the big missing link, my opinion, again, is this nation has lost its concept of Christianity. Oh, we have yes. lost our position and direction and that's where i when i if i go on any social platforms and watch and do stuff that's where my arguments tend to be although i'm getting over the last year and a half i realize that you can you know and i you yell at a brick wall what 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 do you hear nothing well your echo well that's <laughs> you're it. not getting anywhere. which is nothing you're not getting anywhere yeah, yeah. you're not getting anywhere no. brick wall just remains a brick wall and so, but there is a way, a lot, you know, all these, I do watch a lot. I used to be apolitical. I knew, mm -hmm. that's what I tell people. I never paid attention. I was too busy. I was constantly doing building, built my own first home. I mechanic my own vehicles. I did my own garden. I don't, you know, I, everything I did, I did. Everything that was done was done by me. And, um, I tell people that, you know, I, I, I never stayed to me, politicians are all lying sacks of, you know what? So, and then my opinion doesn't change anymore about that. However, I didn't pay attention to it because right. it, <laughs> I, I never paid attention to why would I want to? I mean, I knew when the, the Bushes were presidents because, you know, there was a war. And if you turn the TV on, which at that point I still had a TV, I don't anymore now five years or so without one, but you, you couldn't turn the TV on without seeing something about Iraq. So yeah. you knew who the president was. Well, that was as good as my politics were at that point. That was it. You know, mm -hmm. when Bill Clinton was president, we all knew who, why he was, you know, you knew something he had to be, Bill Clinton was president. Why? Because I didn't do that to that woman and I didn't inhale and all this other whatnot nonsense. Good Lord, you couldn't turn the TV on without seeing something about him. So you knew, you know, uh, and I am from Jimmy Carter days. So what happened during Jimmy Carter? You know, people, 
what's happening now? Inflation turned to, into, uh, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Now, I yeah. wasn't working, you know, because it was uh, earlier than, but I, you know, my father was blue collar. My grandparents were blue collar. I mean, it hurt all of them. Yeah. So I knew who Jimmy was because everyone didn't like Mr. Peanut Boy. <clears throat> you know, it, it, it's funny that you say that. Like, it's it, it's just a different way of life when you grow up in a blue collar in a blue collar world and, 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 you, you know, your, your, pa your father or your parents were in, in blue collar jobs or whatever it may be. You know, my father was a Marine. My father, you know, he loved this country. He was a massive Patriot. He would just be fit to be tied. Let me tell you, if he was still alive, uh, you know, he, he just loved this country and he was an alpha male. Like he, you know, you walked in the room, you knew who you, you knew he was in the room. Right. So we, we just yeah. had that. We had that, you know, what, what's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. Do the right thing. You work hard. It, it, you, you, what you get, what you reap, you, you know, what you sow, you will reap, you know, all of these um, traditional values. Right. And it's, it, it's, it's hard to unlearn all of that. Right. I get you. My dad was a Marine also. And he was an alpha male. He was a man's man. That was the best way to describe him. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he wasn't uh, necessarily religious, although he was not not religious. He was no atheist at all. In fact, he thought that was just about stupid. But he he didn't, you know, stand on that side of Christianity and do anything about it. He, he, he basically had nose of the grindstone, man's man, nose of the grindstone, keep going. Don't sissify. Don't, you know, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, giddy yeah. up, giddy go. And want to say something, do it, you know, that kind of thing. And, yeah. um, he and I had a long part for a long, long time and we we're, you know, getting ourselves reacquainted with each other, but, and he passed, you know, but it's oh. been a while. But there's a lot, you know, there's always a long story there. It's not necessarily needed here, but he, uh, you know, when we moved out in the middle of BFNE, Missouri, we had no real phone signal here. So I want to tell you the story. And when he first had his event and I, don't want to go into all that, but there's some bad stuff. But anyhow, I went to visit and everything, and he's when he saw me, he knew he was in trouble, mm. worse than he thought, because he was probably not going to survive. And that was when he saw me. So it was oh. a hard time because he he he, you know, knew in his mind maybe, and then when he saw me coming, because we didn't off, often visit, you know that wow uh oh the hit fan it's hit the fan so mm -hmm. it was tough because he was you know the event was catastrophic and but there was a glimmer of hope after i was there he seemed to make some changes and, and was a lot of praying and he prayed with me um and he loved it um and i said i didn't know that about him because we never did that before ever and so when we did that, to me, whew, wow, you know, I was boom, you know, one of those things that wow. injects in your heart and stuff. And uh, 
That's, that's healing. You know what, Bob? That's healing. That's amazing. That's exactly right. Wow. Because it makes you stronger. It makes you to heal is to become better, not necessarily return. Right. Because I don't know how you return to something that you have left. You don't go in the past. No, you don't. It's scripture. You know, it's there's a future. Then you're in the present. And if and the future is predicated on what you're capable of doing in the present, mm-hmm. not planning for what you want to do in the future, although planning is inevitable, but the scriptures try to get people to realize that, you know, what you do now is what's important. Anyhow, that was, it was good, but I had to go was there a week. And and after that, he just plummeted. And uh, so here's the part that made that one, everyone to hear that we had no phone signal out here. You talked to for a few minutes and it would go away. <clears throat> Cause I think the closest tower was nine miles or something like that. I guess I got another one because I don't drop clouds like I used to. Either that or 5G. There's supposed to be no 5G out here because we're so far out in the middle of nowhere, but who knows? Anyhow, he was on. um, We did a. His wife allowed me to. She sat her phone next to him, and he was not doing well. And it was about. So six hours that I just talked to him in his final hours. That's amazing. The point is I never lost the call. Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty wild, huh? Well, divine intervention isn't always something that is like a sparkle or a this or that. It can be many things. And that's what I found. Even coming to this part of Missouri, we were we were guided here 100%. I never thought about moving to Missouri. Never, yeah. ever. In this part of Missouri, never, ever. You know, we're in a poor county in the state. And I love it here. I wouldn't have any other way. Riches That's aren't a, where it's at. Money isn't money isn't where it's at. I mean, being poor sucks, trust me. And oh uh, yeah. <laughs> it's hard, you know, but they call us Booger County because it's a booger to live here. And that's a that's from back from pre Civil War. That's so hysterical. I love it. History. And uh even the Indians didn't take up uh, residence in this particular spot of, and it's the Ozarks, but it is the Ozarks. I mean, there's some places that say, oh, we're in the Ozarks. Not, no, you're not. <laughs> you're flat. We're not flat here. You Anyhow, are straight up in the Ozarks. I love it. That's amazing. And that's a beautiful area of the country. It, it is. It is a, it's a well-kept secret, but you know, now not so much. We used to see nobody. And now we see six cars every time we have to go to town. We try to do it only once or twice a month, you know, that kind of thing. So it's different. I get a little worried because it's such a jewel out here. And But, you know, things are going to do what they're going to do. But since coming here, we've ran into, you know, by accident, some people 
it's a story on all this stuff. So when you start really looking and you really start seeing and hearing what God has for you, boy. And that's where I'm at at this point. Um, it's it's amazing, and I want other people to to have the opportunity to see that because that story about me, you know, growing up and all that. I knew something. Do you understand? I knew something mm-hmm. that the, the the pastors and the preachers just couldn't have had it correct. Correct. Um, and the, you know, it just something was missing, and it 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 didn't, you know. My grandparents weren't able to convey it to me, but they conveyed their love. And that mm-hmm. is what kept me from probably not existing anymore. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, 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 you know, I totally get what you're saying because you just, it, it's like, it just doesn't click for you, right? You just question it. It's like, wait a minute, you're talking about something that is the all powerful, all loving God. That's just this amazing God. But then you say he's going to do this, 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 and this, if you don't do this, 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 and this, and it's like something ain't right here. I never jived with that whole fear part. And I never jived with the whole throw it down your throat thing. And so I just, it turned me off to the church. Right. And so I just, you know, I experienced the loss of my mother at a very young age. I was 28. I think that's a young, a, a young age. My brother was even younger. He was 22. And you just, you start to question things, right? You just start to question things. And, and I, how can I this be, right? yeah, how can this be? And, you know, I would, I could feel my mother's presence. You know what I mean? I could feel like just this, this, the after my mom passed like just the spiritual just i don't this i felt comforted and so it's like that that was the beginning of my journey and sure did you know things go awry during that time absolutely i'm 51 now so i mean you know i i i my father became ill and i was using alcohol to cope and i kind of got sucked into that a little bit uh for you know a couple probably about three, four years, I was really heavily drinking. And, you know, it's just, you just, I don't know, I have the spiritual discernment now that I'm just like, I don't see fear. I just don't, I'm not fearful. I'm really not fearful because I really truly believe that God is about to prove a lot of people wrong. Okay. (laughs) I'm just saying, because I don't see that that what everyone else is seeing and i always call it like in the matrix right you know you're connected they you know the the media tells you what you're supposed to be thinking and you know what you're supposed to be doing and they're very big influence if you're not awake right and the way things have been indoctrinated into this you know this has been very calculated this commie takeover of our country has been very calculated by the enemy and it is because they have used all of this you know weaponry not not weapons like not a gun but their their way of 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 
you know, getting at humanity, whether that's the media or whether it's, you know, teaching your indoctrinating your kids at, at, at college or in school uh, or, right. you know, in the church. So I'm just bringing that back around. Let me circle back <laughs> and bring it back to yeah. that. The church has been infiltrated by the enemy. We know this. Okay. So it's like, then you're like, man, I knew I was on to something, right? When you start to wake up and you realize that the church has been infiltrated and you're like, man, I knew I was on to something back then. I knew I felt that something just was not right because the God that I know is, is, is a loving God. And he would never do the things that the enemy has done to us. You know, my mother didn't get sick because of God. My mother got sick because of the enemy and the enemy, uh, you know, uh, basically, uh, 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 we'll just, I don't want to say inspired, but yeah, inspired certain people that, that don't serve God to, you know, incorporate, you know, what we see now, um, out of control big pharma i think you should say it i think you should say it because the tools absolutely the the scriptures are extremely important to me yes and the tools and right in there the tools of satan are Mm -hmm. the tools of satan murder yeah deception and murder and so i always knew that healthcare was messed up i just you know i didn't know even being in as a nurse yeah. Um, I didn't realize, but see, since I was a nurse, you know, Obamacare started. And then after mm-hmm. Obamacare, pretty much there was this huge push uh, prior to that. When I got into nursing, they were just getting, finishing up on the tail end of having all RN staff. And they're doing that because Medicare had said, well, we're, we're tired of paying these hospitals for weeks of care because every time you go in the hospital you're in there for one to two or three weeks and there's all these nosocomial issues which means it it happened in the hospital from being in the hospital or directly by the hospital something that made you stay longer you know medicare had to pick up the bill it was great for the hospitals because it was like a check with no numbers in it and they wrote the numbers in as they saw fit so if you got sicker or if the surgery was botched or any of those kind of scenarios, they made a lot more money because the follow-up care for something that almost killed you from their doing or misdoing or negligence or not negligence. Now at this point, I'm wondering, I know it's not just negligence. It is built into the system. However, hundred percent, you know, that they made a lot more money. I mean, the the tail end care after a botched something or other or a nosocomial this or that was more money the initial stages of care that's uh-huh. it's just mind boggling and so i've had and so what, what what is the incentive if if you if you're in a system like that what is the incentive <laughs> for you for you to help anyone if you're getting money to harm people, I mean, this is so crazy to me because this this goes totally against the, the Hippocratic Oath. It, it, it is so this stuff gets me fired up, Bob. I'm telling you, because it, it just I makes no dang sense. It's horrible. Yes, it is. It is exactly call that. it out. And yes, it is. Murder for hire. And then if you decide that I'm going to take a stand and Stop it. You mm-hmm. will be targeted. You yep. 
will lose your ability to have say. You, I mean, that's it's not just murder for hire because you know, let's say someone conspired with someone to you know commit a murder and that someone turned them in. You know, they get arrested and they go to jail. Well, here, if they say something or you find out that this was happening and maybe you're the target and you say something. Instead of arresting that person, they uh, they give them an award and they arrest you. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, What's look at what look at what's going on now. You have you know Stephen Kirsch who's oh, been over the last year. Stephen Kirsch, I don't know who if you know who he is, but he's a mega donor for the Democrats. He's been out here for a year saying, "Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, flag on the field. We we got too many adverse events going on. We need to we need to pause for a minute." And he's coming out and now he's on mainstream media. And I'm so excited because I'm like, you know what? God is he God is working. OK, he is working. He is using, you know, the, the people that have ste- stepped up and been David and said, no longer. I'm going to step up for what is right here, you know, and and and, where, and they're being called back? crazy and and their careers are, are being, you know, their their names are being drugged through the mud and all of their experience. And it's like you know, oh, they're, they're, they're crazy conspiracy theorists. It's like, no, it's the truth. Okay. They're just brave enough to come out and be, you know, right here, this is the truth and it's wrong. And, it, and, and I commend all of them. I really do. Own, absolutely. These people are looking at their own immortality at this point saying, you know what, these goofs are so fanatical now that if I have to go in the hospital, they might just kill me. <laughs> Exactly. That's the last <laughs> like, place. That is that's the last you, you place. You go ahead and kill the rank and file, but don't be trying to kill me. So Honey. now I'm going to complain because it, they don't seem to care. It's it, it's whoever comes in, you're a partaker in our little doohickey thingy, majabi, and we're exterminating people. Well, they are. Yes. The numbers are in the millions. So yes, uh, you know. And, yes, and just, they are. And it, it's so, the truth. It's the truth. And God wants us to say the truth. And we're going to say the truth because that's exactly what's going on here. OK, these people are not your friends. That's the last place you need to be. Y'all need to start work, you know, researching and finding out how to take care of yourself because we can't depend on this system anymore. And the system, this medical system is going to crumble. It is on its way. It's on its way. Yeah, it, it's coming. It's coming apart as with all of the ills, which nobody's going to trust any said, of these doctors anymore. When the truth, when the the truth, I mean, the truth is already out here, okay. But when this little bit of humanity that hasn't waken up yet, when they, when they start to learn that these people are no longer these people, there's there's going to be no respect for it. And people no, are going to start that there's going to be a shift and this is, I'm already seeing it. You're, there's going to be a shift into this more holistic way of doing things. Um, you know, uh, taking care of ourselves, whether that be going to, you know, massage therapy at the chiropractor, you know, doing these more, uh, uh, um, osteopathic things. Right. And, and, 
nutrition and, you know, sound therapy and, and breath therapy and all of these really, really cool concepts that are coming out. And it's just like, you know what, this is awesome. And this would not be happening if it wasn't for God, right? Like God hasn't given up on us. God has not given up on us. His, well, God's not in it for the prophet that no. the, these other kids are. God, his prophet is us. Yes. Us being able to become aware, to be, be pre- preparing ourselves unto Jesus Christ so that we can, you know, we'll have the door open to us. He'll know us to allow us. That's his. So the only way to do that is to become aware, aware of the what is real, the real truth. and. The real truth, nothing but the truth. So all help of it. Me God. All mm-hmm. of it. Yep. Although nothing that but the truth. All truth. The, just everything. We just, <laughs> I'm like, bring it. Because even though I'm awakened and I know, I, you know, I, I, there's a lot. <laughs> I, feel like I can't believe my brain is kind of contained all of the information that I have. I have just like taken in over the last two and a half years. I, I just can't i mean it just awakens up and it's like your mind just it's it's an amazing thing when you start to awaken it, your brain your brain like creates n- more you know new neural pathways and you're just you take in everything at at, at this it's crazy this rate that is just unbelievable and you know you may not remember where it's at but you remember it right and all you have to do is just do well, a little research and you can go now, right back to where it was. Exactly. Specifically now is that is so much. Yeah. It's hard to actually create a, a, a trail of breadcrumbs because it would it'd be like a sea of breadcrumbs. <laughs> There's so much happening. And so during these times, the chaos, the, the, the perceived chaos is, you know, wickedness trying to wield its hand and its power and authority, but it's also showing us that we are, are, are sorely, we need to find our, and solidify our relationship with God unto Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That that helps to strip the chaos, you know, where my yoke for it is light. And you were talking about, you know, what we need to do here, you know, resist, not evil, go at it is what it's saying. Don't sit under a rock or hide behind a tree or stick your head in, you know, the sand, go out after it. We we're charged to be perfect. He said, be perfect like me. He wants us to be out there doing things. There's much other scriptures. You got to protect yourself or you're not worthy. Mm-hmm. The scriptures are, you know, since I never knew they were so darn truthful. Oh and my I God. Yeah. And, 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 and how asking, they are to all every situation. Right. And of course they're difficult to understand. It's written to confuse the wicked, but that doesn't mean if you under, don't understand you're wicked, but if you ha- it's not going to be easy. Anything good, what is the saying? Anything good is easy? No, it is not easy. No, it's not. And no. if, it be- if it is easy, if all this great things happen to you and everything is super easy, I would question that. <laughs> I'm like, Absolutely. Wait a who, Absolutely. Who is my benefactor? You know, wh- what's happening here? Is this, is this a good thing or what? 
I got to tell you, you know, it, there's something to be said for what you, where you're going with this, you know, that it's not, it's not, it, this isn't an easy process. You know, what I've experienced in the last two and a half years, well, really, I mean, in the last, you know, I'd say eight years has just been, wow. You know, like to get to a point where you ask yourself, aren't you exhausted? Like you're asking yourself, you're aware either in the present, you understand that you're exhausted from the way that you've been living. And you say to yourself, self, aren't you exhausted? And then the journey begins, right? And it's an amazing thing. In weakness, he, his strength prevails Uh, and that's the scripture. So we, the hardest thing, the hardest thing. Yes. It's, it's yeah, giving, giving ourselves in times of weakness. Normally, yep. you know, we were told to, we're told to panic and ask and do all the, of course, that's, you know, we were talking a little bit about that, that mm-hmm. we're, our indoctrination of television and all the schooling and none of it gives you any real, you know, things to do. We've been, we've taken Jesus Christ and scripture out of school. We've taken patriotic duties and understandings and how this whole thing got started as a nation out of school mm-hmm. um, and out of all municipalities there's no taught nothing so what do people do they so what does hollywood talk about they got those people that wear their underwear on the outside with capes and spin around and have supposedly mind control because they're far better than you could ever possibly be and then they got you know the devils yeah that are super scary and you know no one can ever face them down and <laughs> try to feed yes, the cat. It's, it's all fear, 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 fear. And it's not even like that is to be fearful is to be very, very low vibrational. Like you are so dense and you are so heavy when you hold on to fear. And I didn't realize that, you know, and then as I started to lift all that dense and, and started to, you know, basically become, you know, enlightened with, with the consciousness of God and, and knowing that, oh my gosh, he exists. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's speechless. When we both get back to what we were saying and yeah, is that fear of the Lord isn't fear of trembling. It, that's nonsense. It's never what he wants. It's no, no different than having an, a loving father that is willing to protect you with his wife and or mother either. And they're, they're poignant. They say what they mean. They do what they say. And that, that you, you don't want to come up to them and say, mom, you're useless, which would be hurtful and wrong. That's the fear we're talking about. We're right. we're talking about respect. Remember the the Bible has primarily been interpreted through Aramaic or Assyrian yes. because you know that's just the way it is. So all that stuff got kind of confabulated. It doesn't mean it's wrong. And I, I mean, people say, "Oh, well, the Bible has been changed so much. We don't know what it really means." Follow our religion instead. I'm like, oh, wait a minute, back to train up. You know, in John 1, 1, God is the word. The word is God. He'll never let it 
get out of control. However, we've been gifted on Pentecost. Well, people had the Holy Spirit prior to then, but we were gifted that then at that point for the calling and the asking. Right. Which wasn't there before. That wasn't, it wasn't just carte blanche, if you will. So we have the ability of discernment just for the asking. Absolutely. And and it takes time to fine tune that discernment, right? It doesn't just get handed to you. You have to do the inner work to, to, uh, you know, your connection to yourself. Yes. It's not just, in fact, like we're saying it, if you ask for everything and you got it, I want a pony. I want a button button that I'll keep coming your way. You might want to wonder who's giving you that stuff because God would never do that. Why would he do that? You wouldn't know how to be real here. So my last point of some of this, and I know there's a lot going on, is that I believe, and this is not in the scripture, so this is just me yapping out loud at this point of my levels of discernment and understanding, is that we chose to come here. Now, the scriptures do allude quite a bit that this is our learning. You know, this is our uh, school. This is our area to create levels of understanding to do something, to create the elite the or the elect. Not elite, oops, wrong word. The elect. The that elect. The <laughs> yes. And, and because, and again, here's my opinion is that, you know, when Satan became so prideful of himself mm-hmm. and everyone was oohing and on on him, which, you know, read Isaiah, it's all in the scripture. And when he decided that he's going to run it then his way, because if everyone's oohing on me, then I'm going to just take that fanfare and go for it. I'm going to take heck with the father laws and I'm going to rewrite heaven's father laws to meet my needs. And, you know, because I'm prideful and all this, whatnot. And then when that didn't work, of course, a third of the angels were talked into that. That's a huge number. I mean, if, I mean, this country's in this nation and country, but this nation's in in some dire straits and trouble because of all of that. But if if, if literally a third of worthy inhabitants were to leave here now, unless they go somewhere else, start a new utopia, this country would be succumbed in, in, there'd be a whole lot of invasions and the nation would cease to exist. But heaven had to fight hard, hard, hard. There was a lot of battles. You read the scripture. The battles were horrific. And uh, so my opinion is long story short is that for us to be brought back into heaven, we got to be stronger than the third that was talked into leaving because of pride. We cannot be that weak. Why would you why would we want people like that in heaven that, you know, maybe they could be talked into something later on or another time or another situation? Mm-hmm. We don't. It can't be that way. It can't it can't be where you're you know, you're housing your wicked somewhere in a in a recess of your mind or your whatever that exists in that plane. Um, it can't happen. So we're here to prove out things, to express our strength and, and ask for help. And the help is there. And that is where I want people to understand. The help is there. I've Absolutely. Experienced it several times. And, 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 and unfortunately, it's not through money and it's not through 
all kinds of friends. In fact, in the scriptures, let's say there's going to be the few, but to be to have many friends, you have to be friendly. What does that mean? Well, you have to be somebody you're not. You have to make them feel mm-hmm. they're comfortable about you. Mm-hmm. So you, it, it's not how that works. So, but I want people. Just what I didn't understand is now revelation to me, and I wish other people could see that and hear that, so that they go like, you know. I knew it, but I, I didn't know it. Like you said, the church has failed. The yeah, body of miserably. Christ has been divided up. Mm-hmm. The body of Christ has been cut up into pieces and, and events here and there. And you're, we're of this and we're of that. Or you're of this and we're well, of that. And it's, 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 it's that's not how that works. But you can't separate the body of Christ. It's not possible. But that's been a problem with the church from the beginning, hasn't it? I mean, uh, Paul had to send Timothy to correct stuff. Because it's like, well, wait a minute, the, the elders of the church were allowing a lot of, you know, debauchery to occur. And, you know, Paul's like, man, what do I do? Okay, there's certain things I have to do that uh, if, if therefore the elders then violated that, then they would be thrown out of the church by the rest of the congregation. So he did those things and people misunderstand what he was trying to do, but, you know. Misunderstanding is one of the things you need to overcome here. Yes, absolutely. I'm like you. I want people just to hear it and see it and then say, wait a minute. I need to get, I need to get involved with this more. This makes sense. This is, absolutely. Wow, small voice is starting to speak. Oh my God, I can look in the mirror and I don't necessarily see a reflection of me looking back. I see something else i see something awesome and good and inspiring and great and and you know tomorrow might be a bad day there might be a whole bunch of nonsense and stupidness going on but i know you know what that that part of what i realize is there it ain't going away no ever it, it might not be as shiny tomorrow just because you know tomorrow might just be a challenging day but it doesn't mean that it's not there you just kind of have to give a little spit shine and you're good to go that's kind of how i look at it it's not that you know you're not going to have bad days and challenging days it's you just learn that you know you learn to turn your focus to what is good right and when you start to turn your focus to that and and the lens and then you open it up and you're able to see, you know, the good and the bad. And you're like, oh, wait a minute, this is going on. But yet this over here is going on and nobody's paying attention. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, this is going on over here. This is a win, man. This might be a little slice of the pie in the big scheme of things, but it's still a win. And that's the kind of stuff that you got to look at, right? You got to look at like, my goodness, look at these, these, um, I think it was, I want to say it was like 10 or 11 people took their employer uh, in Illinois to court over the, the, uh, the vaccine mandate and they won. That's case law. Now it's like, this is amazing. This is, these are wins, you know, so we have to look at that, you know, and I think that there's more wins and God is revealing the truth on a daily. That's for sure. It's absolutely on a day. I mean, in in order for us, if you put it this way, something that's tangible to some people, you know, people know like, uh, Rangers, you know, Mm -hmm. army Rangers or 
Navy SEALs. That's pretty pretty known thing because all the nonsense and all the hurtful stuff that the, has happened to those guys. But mm-hmm. to, in order to be that, it's hard. You don't just go, I'm going to sign up to be a Navy SEAL because I felt like it. You know, today I feel like doing something like that. And so their training is exceptionally difficult. Not only is their training difficult, just getting through the first layer to do those kinds of things is difficult, let alone now you're going to step it up because they have to challenge you. You have to be all of this. You have to have all these scenarios thrown at you overwhelmingly in order for you to be able to persevere and overcome. And and some people, I think, kind of get that because it's been so glamorized and talked about that if you put that analogy into what it takes to get into heaven, but it's a gift Mm -hmm. in addition. But the gift has to be realized. It has to be utilized. You know, someone give you a car gift and you went, ah, I don't like this car, I'm going to sell it and take the money and go to Vegas. (laughs) You're not realizing the gift. So if it's difficult to come become something of any value here on this planet to get into heaven, it's going to be harder. And mm-hmm. that's the other thing I said on the planet in the world, the scriptures that didn't dawn on me till not that long ago, actually. It talks about the world right. and the world is not where we're from because it, oh. you know, he used to, uh, my mom was a minister for a long time of different stuff. But anyways, she said, you're not of this world. And I would, no. I go, it didn't really dawn on me. Um, what, what I heard what she was saying, but she's kind of more new age stuff. And anyways, nonsensory to me, but the thing is, wait a minute. In the scriptures, it talks about the world. The world is not what we are and what, it's what we need to work at, work in to overcome the world. Right. So, so that right that, there, yeah. Perspective. Right, and it and it that right there basically just you you come to the realization that oh my goodness, I am a spiritual being inside a human in, in, inside a human body. Okay, I am no, a spiritual it's, being. It's, it's, we're made in his image and mm-hmm. that's confused as well. So God has like two legs and two arms, two eyes, a nose, two ears, some hair, and there's armpits and some hair in his head. And, uh, you know, man, woman, like <laughs> man, it, it's not woman. His, his image is all of the qualities that are awesome. Yes. So if we were, if we could contain ourselves in, how we we think and feel and needs and desires and awesomeness and how we you know when you write something about somebody that you inspire that inspired you that you're just so loving of you don't need to be physically attributed to do that that's not the image of god the image of god is what you're able to convey in those areas and realms and and because the body could be taken up many forms and shapes. I mean, God is a consuming fire. That's the scripture, right? We You can't look at him directly in our current form. He has to come as a cloud. He has to come as a burning bush. He has to, you know, di- all the different forms. 
um, so that we can in, at least, you know, be a part of them. I mean, the original scriptures, and then of course you have to realize those are most likely stone tablets. We don't really know exactly everything, but I mean, what do they get? What do you give Moses? Do you give him paper? No, he's a consuming fire. How would he give him paper? <laughs> it was, it was inscribed in stone, you know, so God is a consuming fire, but is it a fire as we know it here or just energy, right? So right. we got to start right. thinking outside the box and this energy, we're talking about that spiritual sustenance that we're all from. And, uh, but we're here in the flesh. It's not just a, okay, I, I'm going to be spiritual from now and heck with this flesh thing. It's not that simple. I mean, we're here to overcome in the flesh, but yes. know that we are spirit. And at the same time, we are flesh here to do something. And this something is to overcome the world. And now that makes sense to me. And with, you know, praying and, and building faith through not asking, it, Ask, asking, but not asking. You know what I mean? I'm not asking, oh, God, please give me enough money to pay my bills. And I get that is actually a request. I don't think that's wrong to ask that. But that's not necessarily the best request. Because if, if you need money to pay your bills, but your health is failing, God's going to look at you and like, um, dude, you probably should ask for better health. Because <laughs> yeah. paying the bill at the end of the month may be great, but six months, you're going to be in a cancer ward, that kind of thing. So we have to start putting things together. We have to start creating value. And the only way to do that is know that he is there. Trust, I am God. And that's hard to do. Why would God send all these bad things to happen? How come babies have cancer and, and, and the like? And God has to give us free will. And and we have to overcome. And I believe, again, that we promise to come here to do whatever it is that we promise to do. We're not told because we probably cheat. But the, the, the bad things that occur here aren't ordained by God. They are done by Satan himself through wickedness, through the demons, through the third of those angels and their influence on those that allow that influence. That's it. Hey, hey, Bob, there's like, yes. is, is there banging going on? Yeah. My significant other is going to make some cookies. And oh. I didn't want to say nothing because, man, I like them cookies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Move the other part of the well, room what, well, what what kind of cookies is she making? She's got a good recipe for peanut butter cookies. And oh. they're just crispy enough to be crispy, but not too crispy. And they're chewy enough to be chewy, but not mm. too chewy. You know, it's like perfect. perfect. And, yeah, and you can dunk them in coffee and all that fun stuff, too. So they're like multi-purpose. Anyhow. And That's so I try awesome. To eat we try to eat really, really healthy, but you know, peanut butter cookies, we do make them. So there you go. 
Well, you know, hey, everyone, everyone has, has to have some sort of little guilty pleasure, I guess, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, I don't, I think, like, you know, cookies are cooler. Yeah. You know, well, it's not like you're eating them forever. Yep. 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 They wouldn't throw all the dough away. They had a little hey, it's better of dough to, in there. It's better to do so it from scratch. Yeah, exactly. At least you know what's yeah, going better, in it, definitely. right? Absolutely. Considering that, you know, that the enemy has, you know, poisoned our food, you know, you've got the FDA that's supposed to protect us and is not. Clearly, they're failing. Yeah. There's a lot of people that yeah. are failing, like flag F, you get a F. <laughs> It Triple is F. Why it is so <laughs> difficult? I would assume so difficult to fix, because I'm a I'm a fixer. You know, my mm-hmm. my father was a man's man. Pull yourself up. That there was no. Oh, I'll just put it off till tomorrow. There was no such thing. And my my grandfather, he he built a company out of a garage during World War II. Of course, government contracts helped him they went from i think like five employees that went to about 300 some employees in a short period of time because of the war effort and you know but he so he knew how to get things done and uh unfortunately that all kind of went it never it didn't dawn on him that he needed to create a lives and understanding of legacy how to put that together to be able to perpetuate down so that never occurred um, I'm trying to do something about that, although with meager and humble and meek uh, origins, and that's all that matters in reality. But uh, it's just a surprising chain of events. But we have well, to. Well, you to know, be, they do say still. that the meek, the meek will inherit the earth. That's right, meek in His word. Be yep. still and know that I am the Lord. Yep. That yep. ever so small voice. Those are all scriptures. That's all stuff in the scriptures. I'm not at the point where I can quote like section levels, chapters and verses and all that, but um I'm well, you, you, it. Yeah, you're living it. You remember, you know, you remember we're living biblical prophecy right now. I mean, hello. <laughs> There's so many, right? But it is right like you said oh my god because it's, <laughs> it's so hard to fix it though because it isn't yeah. a simple thing, that it is infiltrated everywhere the mm-hmm. the tool of satan is deception and murder well you deceptive to everybody and how many i mean i'm under full impression that all of this over the garbage and I say garbage. I'm, I'm a person of knowing. I've got you know over 30 years in healthcare. I mm-hmm. highly understand of that. It doesn't, you know, it's murder. I'm sorry. Yes. It, and we're still sitting here. People have a hard time with that because they're like, oh, if it's murder, then how come the police aren't there? Good question. How come the FBI? That's isn't a good like, question. You know, resting mm. hospital administrators and doctors and nurses that are associated with it. Well, not all nurses oh. are associated with it. Not all doctors. Oh. Are associated. I get it, but they are. They're aware. Doctors are the smartest people on the planet. You can't just go like, oh, because that's what's happening. And if you're if you're indifferent, it's called depraved indifference. It's a construct under the law. Mm-hmm. You, you can't be depraved indifferent. You you. You're 
required under the Constitution to act. So we have to look at ourselves. The yes. golden rule has to be brought back to its notoriety and foundation that it is so that we can then we won't be deceived. We won't be led astray. We will help others know the same so that we can build upon that rock instead of the sand. We're yep. going in the right direction. In reality, things are changing for the better, but it oh, is painstaking. Um, <laughs> you, you're telling me. <laughs> Painful. I mean, I don't have to I don't have TV, you know, for a while, but, yeah. you know, I realize I have a lot of friends that have TV and it's, it's, it's difficult because there's nothing on there that says much of anything of substance of what we need to really do as a nation, you know, cause it's all a deceptive bunch of malarkey. Yeah. Um, in the schools, the children, even out here, they're pretty conservative schools, but still there's a lot of nonsensory going on. Mm-hmm. And, so the kids don't have a good, you know, set of standards. Uh, it's 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 difficult. There's and then of course, government and so on and so forth. It's it's just uh, it, it, there's a lot of problems that have to be fixed through work. We all need to put on that blue collar now to be white collar, if you will, to be righteous. We all have to get down and and get dirty with being able to get the job done. Mm-hmm. And it is a job, right? Living here is a job. This body is, is a machine. A job. And it's a vessel. It is our temple. Scripture yeah. Again. And, you know, whatever your journey is, you know, whatever anyone chooses, they feel that they're, that that's their purpose or whatever, whether that's being, you know, changing the political you know, establishment, which clearly needs to happen. Uh, and I do see some really positive things going on there, which is good. Um, and, you know, whatever it is, your call, you know, whether it's, you know, you know, uh, the, you know, healthcare reform or whatever it is, it's like, this is a call to duty. It's time to get off the couch. Boom, you know, bingo. Absolutely. time to get off the couch. It's time to stop bitching about, well, what am I going to do? pick something pick something pick something because when you feel like you're moving towards a goal if you pick something right it doesn't have to be you know you don't have to do politics if you don't want to just something like just get involved in doing something that's going to be helpful for humanity in the long run right because we have to step into our greatness it's not just going to be handed to us. So we have to step into greatness. We have to step into our sovereignty and know that we truly are free and that we are free to do what we want to do and, and, you know, contribute to humanity. um, What we've always wanted to do, like, this is the time. And I think people really are harnessing that they're seeing, Oh my gosh, like I'm, it's an amazing thing it's an amazing thing it's it just gives me chills i mean they'll light me up i'm just that to me is a beautiful thing when i see that people coming together and um just working with each other it's such a it's a beautiful thing it really truly is people are waking up too and i think it's important to realize that 
we are not preordained to be a this or that, and and you can't deviate from your. That's a Hollywood concept. Yep. You understand? That's a. You, you, God knows what you're capable of. He knew you before you were born. He counted every hair on your head. And you knew him because he knew you. That's the understanding. And so he knows what you're capable of. But here we have, to, in, in order for us not to cheat so that we have an absolutely, without a doubt, blank slate to show all of our strengths and greatness that we can. And we promised, in my opinion, again, that we came here to promise to do this, which kind of scripture alludes to that, but it doesn't say it directly, that we have to be, you know, naked is in that we can't have all the comforts of knowing that nothing's ever going to change no matter what we do. It's always going to be this because yep. we can change in our lives. Yes, we can. You're not you're you're not preordained to be a this or a that. You can say, "All right, I don't want this nonsense anymore." That's it. Mm-hmm. And ask for God's help. Ask for Jesus's input. You know, God unto Jesus Christ. You have a Holy Spirit. Be sincere and 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 pray and build the faith, and it will start to come about. And the power that you are given is my opinion must be far beyond that of Satan because God would never harm any one of his children. Yet we're here with Satan and Mm -hmm. that third of angels. We're here with them. They're not off into the distance. They're not some other universe Mm -hmm. because there's, there's religions that try to tell you that BS. No, he is entombed here and he is going to be let loose to do more. But let's think about this for a minute, because you had said something earlier, and I wanted to, the book of Job, or Job, Mm -hmm. and you have all of his friends coming over and tell him, well, you screwed up. God's punishing you. You got to pay penance for this, and you have all of these penalties because we don't, you know, we, all these rules and these laws and these non-sensory do you see how that feels i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you bob but i just when you were saying all of that like i just was feeling like this energy like uh, 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 like just bringing me down it's like no that's not it that's not it absolutely (laughs) not sorry about that that was like a real-time reaction sorry exactly because those sayings from those Mm -hmm. so-called friends or acquaintances or whatever that incensed God so much that he actually interjected and said listen up I mean they never spoke to God before I mean they might have you know hypocritically said to others oh I talk to God all the time and then but when he did interject himself into that scenario they were awestruck and he says listen up basically you're gonna you're all wrong i would never do any of these things and so on and so forth and in fact since you're so wrong and if you want to gain my favor you're going to give back to job what he has lost and they did because they realized how far gone they were they didn't realize that you know, the wickedness had built into their minds and they took that wickedness and construed it into their righteousness, which isn't how that works. They lost themselves from scripture. Even the scripture up to that time, 
because there was scripture up at that time. It's, you know, not the New Testament, of course. I get that because I said to some ladies, like, there's no New Testament back then. I went, well, yeah, I just assumed that. <laughs> but okay, <laughs> thank you for reminding me. Um, well, and you know, and, and that's is, another thing. It's another thing, Bob, that it always, okay. That, uh, that always, I'm questioning that too, as far as like, what's the order, right? Because I've always lived my life in order until up till the spiritual awakening and the spiritual awakening was utter chaos. It was like going back and forth and forward and, and, and all over the place. It wasn't in order. Right. And, and I, I question it, like, wait a minute, like when people say, well, you know, this comes before that. And I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily true altogether. I think sometimes it comes in and it comes out. You know what I mean? Out of out of what we experience, well, we're, we're, not, we're not taught to be spiritual. The schools exactly, that? exactly. They, they, the society actually teach that. They, I mean, they teach no. phantasm, phantasm, right? The Marvel yep. comics yep. and all that. Yep. Put your underwear on the outside and and yep. put the cape on and you Woo. know and yep. you can move things. With, yeah, right. Woo, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Flying around. You know. It's not like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the whole teaching, you know, it's, it's, and I know that, you know, they start getting in the conspiracy theory stuff, although a lot of that stuff isn't oh, yeah. true, but, you know, MK Ultra concepts, I mean, that's all of that nonsensory. Why do we have all these nothing shows for children and people to watch? Why do we have all this? Exactly. You know, it's just, it's everything is a, and if it's not, demons tragedy and it's you know being hero 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 what what is a hero anyways do exactly. how do you be a hero if exactly. you don't have god in it and which none of it works anyways they're all and they're all zeus they're all the, the pagan gods oh mm -hmm. god <laughs> no pun mm -hmm. intended oh well yeah i mean <laughs> it's it's it, it's true right so we have this very so, distorted yeah. way of and and they have you know, the enemy has taken on that, has, you know, ridden that spiritual thing to make it feel like it's mystical. And like, it's such a, you know, it, it, it's, it's, right. it's, it, it's, it's, it's so ring, this and hobbit. it's so bad. And it's like, wait a minute, he's just totally you perverted gotta, that too. Yeah. So it's like, what right. Yeah. Make sure you're got the ring on your finger. Mm-hmm. And Toto or whatever the guy, guy yeah. with the hairy feet or yeah. Dodo or I, how they just like per how they just try to make it something that it's 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 not you know to make it seem like it's just yeah, the, the way that it, it, it's psychotic like I, all this nonsensory nonsensory I describe I describe the enemy as psychotic because he is you know he's this narcissistic psychopath that's just absolutely 100 so like so so yep put the screws to everybody else and it's all about me 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 and i love me and i'm just it's all about me and you're the you did this and you did that and and did it and i'm just perfect and i didn't do anything wrong right and it's and and you see that has has kind of 
proliferated in our society, right? Where some people have adopted that from one extreme, you know, to the next, it could be a little bit, we mm-hmm. all have, have, have had some sort of, you know, nar- narcissism where it's like, well, you know, sometimes like, what about me? You know, and that's where well, you have to really take care given, of yourself. You know, you, you, we're given, you yeah. know, we're given ego, but we're, yeah, we're told 100%. to overcome it. We're told yeah. to overcome it yep. because we're not the only ones here. Exactly. We have brothers and sisters. Yep. And that, that is a, that is also a trial to overcome. He chastises those he loves the most. Yep. which is difficult for people also to get because they're like, well, if you love me so much, why'd you, well, I mean, if you're going to make it to the elect, if you, you know, you just think, put it in the parental mode thing again, you got parents. Mm-hmm. And so you want to be, uh, let's say something, you want to be a, I don't know, something in high school that is athletic or something. And so you want your parents to kind of push you a little bit, make sure you're, you're doing what you're supposed to do. You make sure you practice enough and, or if you want to, you know, pass the exams and all that, make sure you study and here, I'll help you study or I'll show you these or whatever. I mean, and well, I want to just go out tonight and, and screw off and like, no, well, that's chat. That's the chastising. You know, that's yep. just what would happen if a loving parent wouldn't just let you, but you know, now we, now that's a normal occurrence. How can, how is that possible? I mean, I don't know. There's well, a lot kids of things get everything they want. It is a difficult scenario that we don't seem to. Ha- how do you value something when there's not a lot of value in how you procure something? Right. <laughs> and or no, or I I work hard, you know. And that when when I went to school chiropractic I was you know in my mid-20s at that point because I got a late start and there's a lot of nonsense going on but the thing is and and you know I'm the only one that ever went to college in my family so I all this stuff I don't have references for you know growing up I remained quiet people thought I was not right you know in terms of not capable of learning and so I don't have a lot of, you know, oh, I, I'm from this, I'm from that. Bill Gates, you know, oh, I was poor. Some of these other ones. I lived in the back, I lived in the back of a car. Yeah, right. That's where you yeah. passed out from okay. doing so many drugs, maybe. Uh, it doesn't mean you live there. I mean, no. all this nonsense. You start knowing that it's all marketing. Um, but I had to work hard and. Although during the time, boy, I was not happy because it was hard and it was a lot of fraught, you know, but then, you know, late coming here, started to realize God chastises the ones he loves the most. Well, okay. I see it. So I can become the strongest, but also, and in addition, you know, Satan knows you too. And when you're doing well, he's going to do his bidding so that you don't. And it says, resist not evil, but I will help you with the evil one. Resist the evil one because you don't want to invite him in. No. You you need to ask for help in those manners. But your brothers and sisters that are screwing up or doing something goofy, don't resist them. Go towards them. And 
we have to realize that a lot of this bad stuff that's occurring, there's natural events. A tree will fall and because it's like, all right, raining now, you know, it's been dry. So now the water, ground gets saturated. We lose a couple of trees here and there throughout the area. Well, it's because of trees fall, you know, um, meteors come into the atmosphere. I got some meteor in there every once in a while because it's the area, but you know, stuff like that happens. You know, it doesn't mean because uh, you went to the river and almost drowned that that was God's hand. No, but how you responded to it, what you did with it, when you asked for help and how you asked for help, all of those things that he's, you know, God is paying exact close attention to that 100% right there, right next to you, waiting for you to ask for those things and do for those things. And does that mean every time that you, oh, I won the lottery today. Well, it's not always how it works. Um, living, being here isn't the old end game. It's not the end game. It's the teaching. You don't, when you graduate high school, do you go back and say like, I'm doing this again. I want to be here for the rest of my life. No, you don't. It's a graduation. But we're, people are getting it. People are working towards it, but we need more help. And And I hope you and I, find a way to be able to do that effectively and and and, and yeah you know in the mind and spirit of god himself you know that he ordains it and, and, and blesses it that way so absolutely and i know that i would really really like like you know people that are with politics and all that i, I would really like for them to start asserting god more into it you know what I mean? Um, and, and that we, you know, understand that we're, we're, you know, we're all, uh, we're all trying to, to, you know, do the right thing. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, that's, that's what it is, is you do the right thing. Cause you know, that that's the right thing to do. And that's the godly thing to do. And that's the righteous Absolutely. thing to do. And when you're in righteous, when, you know, you are in the righteous spirit, you, you know, you're, you're mindful of that. Like, it's like, you just don't even, you, you're mindful, they're mindful of other people around you. And, you know, um, it's a, it's Things a good get thing. better when you do good. It, it just oh is. my God. So yes. Good. And, and, and I, and I tell you, there's just different energy. Like, I just feel People are waking up and people are, are getting closer to God. So as they gravitate closer to God, they become, you know, at peace, right? And when you're at peace, you're happy, right? You're happy and, and all of that. And so you have this, you know, you have adopt this different mindset that, you know, you're more positive and you, you live in faith and not fear, right? And uh it, it's it's such a it's such an amazing thing it's such a this is an amazing time to be alive and i'm optimistic i i think that you know as enough people awaken and really realize what's going on here and understand the gravity of what we are what we're facing and how uh i think it can be turned around i think some things need to just be they just need to crash 
Um, but I, I really believe that. Uh, I believe it know, too. We have an, we have very talented people all over this country that that will step up, roll their sleeves up, and and get in, and let's rebuild the country, right? And part of that is that we have to we have to gravitate towards God. We have to, you know, be, be in that, in that, um, in that spirit. Right. Uh, so that we are, uh, you know, living godly lives. So things have to change and that means we have to change. So we have to look in the mirror and we have to make an assessment and make, we need to, you know, uh, we need to act accordingly to those uh, the assessments that you see. I mean, no one knows themselves better than themselves. Okay, so you know if you're you you know you if you're out there messing up, you know if you're not doing something right, you know when you're wrong. You just do, and blaming somebody else for it or trying to make somebody else look you know bad or whatever for it. Uh, instead of owning what you're doing and being accountable, I mean, God, we're coming into a, a season of accountability. I, that's what I feel. I feel like there's going to be a lot of accountability happening. Um, I think we're we uh, we promised that that's what we would do. Yes, so but we have to be accountable like to our to ourselves. That we right. we, we, we agreed. Yep. Exactly, we agreed. We're we realize that. Mm -hmm. We also realize, just like going into battle, that not all the soldiers come home. No, and we know this, and we know that some will not be successful. Some will give of themselves as a martyr. Some will, you know, maybe not be able to, you know, r real trembling fear will not allow them to progress as they need to, and and or work in the system that they were taught to do, or at least given the 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 opportunity to do they won't buddy up or whatever you know is necessary during that battle um i mean the old testament is a lot of that a lot of but you know of course the old testament we don't hear a lot of the rank and file we heard about the you know the primary leaders that were you know ordained to you know bring us into um into alignment with what god is wanting from us but what came to mind when you were mentioning is during the the time that we were we I say we because you know we're part of that now but when we were in the desert mm -hmm. and it was difficult it was hard it was famine it was you know you didn't have stuff you were disconnected from you couldn't go into town you couldn't walk across and go because they would you know murder probably kill you but so what people started to do was to uh, lose their faith and lose their connection and, and, and relationship with God. And, and they started saying, I would rather be in an Egyptian, under Egyptian tent than being out here. And so they were willing to give up their souls to Satan, basically, uh, do wickedness and say, I'd rather be at least wicked because then, you know, like you talk about the matrix, the, the one little goatee bearded guy that you know whatever i don't care if the steak is real or not it tastes good to me insert me back and wipe my memory and he didn't realize that you know 
the reward of Satan is death, mm-hmm. the second death. There's no eternity in there, none. There is no eternity other than joy. That's yeah. the only thing, and that is a gift that can only be bestowed by God. Satan has no power to do that, although he will lie to you <laughs> in a heartbeat. That's yeah, deception. But they, when when God said, well, listen, you know, Moses said, all right, please, please, these people don't know what they're asking. They're, they're misguided. And, they're, and so he says, well, I'm going to send in the serpents. And for, you know, I would assume the people that were the, I want to be out of God's way and I want to be with, you know, the Egyptians tent. Well, you know, the Egyptians are just going to use them up in, in real slavery, real slavery. <clears throat> that, um, you know, they would just be killed. They wouldn't allow it to be anything. And so he sent in the serpents. And the only way that they could heal themselves then was to actually look at a fashioned serpent made out of brass, which to me, I'm still trying to get that figured, but they had to look at the very thing that was killing them to realize what would heal them. And to me, that means something valuable that we have to reflect. And like you said, be mindful. There's a lot more going on here than just, you know, looking out here, it's raining now. You know, it's yeah, not absolutely. more than just a coming out of a cloud, right? This isn't, you know, there's more to this. You know, there's a, Hummingbird getting some juice out of here. We got a bunch of hummingbirds out here because they apparently love living here. But it's more than that. It's it's more than all the beauty we have here. And just knowing that that beauty was made just as a classroom. For us to learn, um, right? To learn. Yeah. Just just the classroom's like, wow. <laughs> I don't remember high school being all that great. Okay, so I got a question. I, I got a question for you. So somebody comes to you and they say, Oh, well, where'd you get that information? What's your source? What do you say? Well, every time, in terms of, uh, I'll tell people, like, my opinion is we promise to come here. Yep. And that's not directly from the scripture, but everything else comes from scripture, the yep. interpretation and understanding of scripture. Well, people go, oh, well, you can, people can interpret scriptures, however, why, well, I, I get that. <laughs> but I mean, you read to understand, and you can't, again, you can't cherry pick scripture because everyone does. Yeah. A lot of people do. You have to read, it's like that, I've heard this say before, the 2020 rule, you know, you got to read 20 chapters before, 20 chapters after to really get an idea of what it is. And you know, knowing the history of the time and period also is helpful because, you know, the people that misconstrue Paul don't have a clue Mm -hmm. of what was really happening and why he wrote his epistles to the people groups that he did and why he wrote them the way he did to those groups. And, you know, there's, there's confusion in that, but that's the thing. We're supposed to ask for help and discernment. And, you know, be still and know that I'm God. Read it knowing what is there. So believe the Bible. Read the Bible. Believe the Bible. 
if you go into reading the Bible going, ah, it's a load of malarkey, it's not going to come real to you. Why would it? I mean, if you go into Star Wars and you walk out of there, God, that was so awesome. It could be real. Okay, there's a problem, Houston. <laughs> that's not real. And But that's the level of difficulty that we have here to overcome. We can't be given everything. Or we wouldn't, we would use, for instance, you put yourself in Jesus' shoes for whatever. And he could have done everything. In fact, when he was in the, that 40 days that the devil come up and use the scriptures to try to, you know, deceive and change, you know, make the Lord do something. And, uh, he didn't, but he could. And that's another revelation. You know, they say legion and the word legion and legions, how it was used. There's a lot of misconstruing in the Bible anyways. Scriptures, I like to use the word scriptures. To me, it means, means more, but that's my personal opinion. But yeah, my re resources and my references will be scriptures every time. Um, and I know there's conjecture and you know different interpretations there's different writings um but if if it is your job if you're making it your job to find fault fault you will find because that's in the scriptures it says if you want to act like that mm -hmm. i'm going to let you do that and mm -hmm. i'll you know pour out great delusions for those that love not the truth that's another one um but it's always the scriptures now that i've we're on the third reading. The third one, I'm just about complete because I, I just don't read. I take notes and go on and, and try to apply it now that because I can't put the stuff down anymore, by the way. And because it's just so eye opening. It is so. Oh, uh, my oh, goodness. Absolutely. It is so uh, I'm starting to find things in the meanings of it to fully and the word understand we we use that word understand we're not right just to, to stand under the actual and you care enough or you know enough about it to actually stand under it comprehend a lot of people have that is really what understand is should be or used instead of understand but i mean real real understanding and enlightenment once you get to that you feel better to wear the my yoke it is light and, you know light isn't not much weighty and light is as bright it creates light to the darkness it is it is kind of you know wow why didn't i do this before well because you have to <laughs> right. live a journey you have to live a journey, to live a journey. Comes, it doesn't come easy and that's what people need to understand too that just because you weren't ordained in that, I wasn't. Although I wasn't too far away from it. But through all through weakness, his strength reigns supreme. There's a scripture that kind of deludes or talks about that. It's it, it, all and any kinds, but pompous and arrogance and pride and hypocrisy will, won't get you there. Um, but if you come, Innocent as children, that's, then it starts to make sense. 
if you just come without preconceived notions, well, I, I was told God is a made up, you know, man in the sky and it's a load of monarchy and you're going to have a hard time. You have a very hard time. Is that what, I mean, if you had a perfect something, if you had this beautiful community, would you want an element to come and set up shop and house there that is criminal, possibly? Wouldn't you want to vet out people to be in your club or your? Exactly, yeah. exactly. It, I think it? people have become so indoctrinated in certain things and certain group thinks. You have to be willing to step forward and drop all of that and let it just let it just proliferate off of you because you have to be open to accepting the information that comes at you when you begin this journey, right? And you, you have to be really willing to look at every single thing, every wound and understand that you are a spiritual being and there's going to be times where you're going to be emotional about something you don't even understand why you are. But this is a different, this is not a psychotic, like emotional, whatever. This is clear. You, your thought process is clear, but you're just having this emotional response to, you know, whatever past trauma that you had, you know, and it takes, it takes, um, it takes strength to do that. It's not easy, mm, no, but it's but... the, it's the most rewarding experience ever in my life. The toughest thing I've ever had to go through, but I will tell you the most rewarding 100% absolutely and i'm i'm glad to hear that that is a great testimony testimonies are important because when people do and and they i mean come on you people write books and all this whatnot that's you know that's a, mm -hmm. we're geared to do that we're actually designed to talk about that which we realize is so good but, you know, Kurt Satan knows about testimonies, too, and he can contrive them to make up this, that, and the other thing. But the well, point is, Satan needs to understand to something. Okay, let me say, let me say something. Satan needs to understand something. I am not, I'm not on his side anymore. Okay? The breath of life comes from God. So he can just stay on over there and do his thing. I, I don't, it's like, I don't even like, no, not entertaining it. <laughs> right. I used to think it was easier for me because we had some stuff that was, that there is no hell and there is no Satan and all this and that. And no, I see him, but I know I have the strength of him. God and to Jesus Christ mm -hmm. to do whatever I need to do here. And that strength, in fact, has been tested and won and fought for and won. Hallelujah. There is no question to that. It is now my, my duty to persevere and overcome in this world. So I'm not, I can't lose unless I feel I am lost. And to feel that I am lost is my own delusion. There, because you're not lost. 
He is everywhere and everything. And he only he wants us to be as you know the strength is he wants us to gain that strength that knowing that maybe that's why the third of the angels were so easily deceived by saying that they didn't possess that level that they didn't have what it was what it would take to have all the world fall down around you and still know who you are, what you are, and what's going to happen, and that your faith and your connection to God perseveres over all, and they were able to be deceived. So I wish and hope and pray that I can help others understand that. That's that's it. Yeah. That's it. I mean, it's like pretty simple, right? It's like, it's, it's, it sounds so simple. You know, it's just, it's like eating an elephant. It's awesome. It's awesome. One scoop at a time, you know. Amen. Amen. Whole lot of A1 sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's, it's it's an amazing thing. It is an amazing thing. Well, we're coming up on like two hours and this has been an amazing conversation and I definitely want to have you back on. So check and see. Yeah. So we could just talk more and more about what, you know, this, this whole experience is. And, and that's my hope too, is that people can relate. They're like, whoa, like she's, you know, she's gone through some stuff and man, I, you know, this is the kind of, when someone vibes with you and they understand, like they connect with you on some certain level, you don't know what that is. Like, I don't know what that is. And and you don't know that what that is. That's something that God has orchestrated. I say, Um, when you have a connection about a certain subject or whatever it may be, or, or someone that you, you know, you watch a podcast and, and, and it just resonates with you. And I think that's, we, we, we owe it to God to, to, uh, to share our experiences because then people really realize that, you know what, they're not alone and we really can all bond together through that and help each other, you know, uh, process this, the, the trauma that we really need to release because, you know, sure, as you're doing that on your own, it's fine. But when you go out and you go in in, in, and you're around others, you know, some people are different levels of awakening. So it may trigger something else. And I think that that's because it's meant to do that. It's meant to teach you. It's always about learning, right? It's always, this is, this is a classroom, right? It's always about learning. So you know, you may think you've healed about something and then it's like, oh, you know, down the line, something happens. And so I think that we can, we have to learn to not take things personal uh, as every, when people come to us about something that they may see, we need to stop taking that personal. We need to, you know, say, uh, you know, that, that, that's something that, you know, that's something that we can learn from, right? And and not everything is bad. And 
and well, we don't right have to, yeah we don't like have to be on the defense <laughs> yeah yeah not everything is bad and you know not every every person is bad and you know uh not you know not everybody is you know this or that i'm not going to go into all that but you know what i'm saying it's just like we need to stop labeling each other and just just learn to understand Absolutely. In the scriptures uses the term fool. Don't call someone a fool. Yep. And because it's it's don't label them Mm -hmm. is what it's saying. Yeah. Because when you do so, not only does it shut your heart off to them, but all in earshot of you do so or likely to do so. And then the person him herself then becomes cloaked of that. Uh, persona yes you can't i mean there's been a lot of nut jobs in my life and there's a whole bunch of them in this world Mm -hmm. and using the term world to describe what you know because that's what it is right but you know we're not supposed to just let them have carte blanche and do whatever they want no we're resist not evil go after them absolutely knock them down but the book of Job, what did, what did Job say he did to the unrighteous? Mm-hmm. He'd let them have it. He wouldn't put up with it. You didn't right. go to, uh, you wouldn't take advantage of others that were able to be taken advantage of. You didn't, go, he didn't allow that. And, and that's important. Yep. We have duties here, not just to, you know, John three sixteen to believe, believe is a way of life, not a just a single thinking thing. Well, I believe there's God, but I'm, of course, I'm doing any of this stuff. I mean, whoop, wait a minute. <laughs> well, it, it's about accountability. Like, you know, when you're in the military, like people don't just let shit slide. Well, at least when I was in, you don't let shit slide. You do something, you get called out. It's just that simple. So that, that, that has never left me. So I'm, if you're going to, I, I expect the same. If I'm acting stank, then you know what? Somebody needs to check me and let me know what's up, but I'm not here. I'm not here to frost anybody's cupcakes. Okay. Let me tell you that. Like I'm here to make you better. I'm here to, 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 to send you in a, in a positive direction that, Hey, that's not cool. That's not right. This is the right way right? This is the way, this is the way to God, right? You can't, you can't talk one way and then in the, in the next breath, act another way, right? Or say something and talk out both sides of your mouth. That's hypocrisy. Okay. If that, that's, that's of the enemy. Okay. So you, you, you gotta, if you're going to walk the walk, you gotta, you know, you want to talk to talk, you got to walk the walk, right? You can't just be saying you're this and you're, you're, you're a conservative, but you're acting like you're acting like a, a, a you're 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 batting over here uh, for the enemy on, on the side. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, absolutely. Like that's. I mean, no, I'm going to call it out. Absolutely. And we have to do that. We're we're charged to do those things. Um. So here, I'm going to test. I'm going to I'm going to testify real, real quick here. I'm not saying any names. Um, it, it was a friend, 
I brought a friend into like a situation, which it was a group type situation, uh, uh, Patriots, and she was younger. She was, uh, I'm 51. She's 23. Uh, and, uh, the, there was a gentleman that was involved. He was 48 and he's coming on to the 23 year olds. And I'm just like, dude, like I didn't bring her in to this situation to get, you know, to get hit on like, and I don't, you know, she said something to me. So, you know, like, you know, I, I said, I said my piece about it and it didn't go well and he didn't take it very well. And, you know, it is what it is, but, uh, it's bullshit. Like you don't get to act like that. Like we sit here and we allow that behavior. Like that's giving of the enemy. Okay. We know this really like, it's like, get your loins under control. Right. Okay, you know, you know what I mean? It's just, it's so insidious how how it's, how it's insidious. It's, and it's, to me, it's like, come on, like, really, it's disrespectful to her. It's just like, you know what I mean? Like, she didn't come into the situation to be, it's just, so I called it out. So, and and that's what you have to, you have to have the coolness to do it. Yeah, we're biblically charged to do that mm-hmm. you know through god's word through yep. jesus we are charged to do that he yep. is no respectful persons bond yep. nor servant the whole you know when it says he and they're always talking about remember it's human that, that he, it's not a patriarchal situation although men can do things differently than women and Women can do things differently than men. That's all that there really is to it. Well, and then and, you add in that he was married, which is even more wrong. And then one breath, you're talking about how much you love your wife, but yet you're, I'm like, uh-uh, you're a hypocrite. It's kind of, you know, the, the, the it's a man's world, right? Uh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and I, I didn't. You know that that the so, enemy likes to make you the enemy likes to make you think it's a man's world. You know it's yeah. a woman's world. That whole feminist bullshit. Right. You know, <laughs> it's actually pitting people against each other sure for no for for goofy reasons. But it's never end up holding anyone to account. It's saying that to be a man and to be, uh, you know illicit and inappropriate is okay because you know you're a dude and you know you get something score in your guy card or something like that and then um it punifies women from standing out and standing up because you're supposed to if you're if you act like that then you're you're asking for it and that's where people misconstrue paul in that how he handled that situation but there's a whole different explanation but here's something i want you and and you possibly know but and all the readers who was there at the resurrection who was there at the tomb 
not the guards. Mm-hmm. Go back to scripture. Who? And we go to John eight thirty one. They were disciples or female. That's who was there. A female. Thank you. <laughs> because they probably midwives. Yep. And if we start really looking at the history back then, midwives are very, very trusted in bringing not only children into the world, but bringing knowledge into the families. But anyways, that being said, you, that whole, the Bible is not a man's world, a patriarchal set of circumstances that we're supposed to run to. We're supposed to unify ourselves in to God unto Jesus Christ. And there's rules and standards and the scriptures are very, uh, there's a lot of examples and a lot of understanding. I mean, yeah, people have to be put in their place. I'm telling you, I needed a little slap around. Well, he came here to rightly divide. (laughs) And rightly divide is just that, right and wrong. It's not about mothers and daughters and fathers and, you know, daddies and sons and so on and so forth. It is about right and wrong. Does family really matter? Of course it does. I mean, we we'd just be eggs, <laughs> come from a stork or something. Of course, family matters. But would you let your, you know, if that was your uncle doing stupid stuff like that, would you just go, eh, it's just Uncle Fester. He's made this, that's what he does. No, you can't do that because now you're in your, you're in, you're contrary to the golden rule. You're you're contrary to our charge here to, you know, do what is the right thing, not turn a blind eye and, and to resist not evil, to go at it. But you did the right thing. You got to. You have to. I know I did the right is thing. It, I mean, I really. Stars and butterflies go off and the angels toot the horns. No. No, but you don't do it to gain. No, uh, that that's a lot of Paul did say, and I like that. You don't do that stuff to gain a, a hold, a foothold in in heaven. You do it because it's the right thing to do. <laughs> you do it because it 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 has to be done. Not oh look what I did, you know. Yeah. I that's that rich guy, and, and when he talked to Jesus, look, I, I hope you prophetize and cast out demons and, and build and support temple and so okay that's sorry but you don't get a leg up just because you did a, a couple of works you cannot be made righteous through works alone ah uh, well you and know and it, it did not it, go well well it did go well it went well it went well because you know i i believe it stirred some things up that probably needed to be stirred up, which whatever, that's, yeah, you know, I think God so uses well. you that way. So, but he wasn't, you know, he's not hidden in his activity and he his was behavior. not happy. He was definitely not happy. So that's for sure. In fact, let's open that door up even wider and let's take a look at the situation for mm-hmm. what is occurring here in this country and around the world is that yep. 
children, as they go through some of their hormonal changes, as young, not we're not talking about when they're 16 or 14, they have all these huge spikes of hormones that occur at much younger ages. You know, are, are we supposed to take advantage of them? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We're supposed to come out and protect them. You don't turn a blind eye. Well, the neighbor is, you know, this girl across the street, she's four or five, and the neighbor's over there Googling on her. Jesus, bait the, you know, what did Job do? <laughs> exactly. Not that we're, not that we're, you know, not that we're advocating violence, but, you know, go, go, people need to start stepping up. People need to start stepping up and saying, you know, uh, because there are there are a lot of atrocities. Well, there is a lot of there are. There's a lot of not good stuff because we are not acting as we are charged to act under and through scripture. We are and we know. We know. I wrote a piece. Oh, I gotta wrote so much stuff. I'd like to send you at least the last thing I was charged to write, but yeah. There uh that the rape that was in the subway, this was about a year and a half or two years ago, rape in the subway in New York, and everybody just sat there and did nothing right in the subway. Well, you know, I, I think I think also being being look at the end of the day, when you step up and you do the right thing, you not it's not always going to be received with, you know, bright, shiny faces and people are going to come at you and they're going to call you things and they're going to try to convince others that you are these things and whatever. And that's, it is what it is. Uh, at the end of the day, I am, I am, <laughs> I'm not a toxic person, not anymore. Uh, if anything, I'm, I am, uh, uh, definitely enlightened and uh, you know it, it it just goes to show what people see and the feedback that you get from people and they say oh my gosh jamie you're at peace and you you're like you're you're so much easier to talk to and you're this and you just positive things that you hear from your transformation and it's like you know what that's called mirroring that's called mirroring and that's what happens when we have we have traumatic ex, uh, experiences that have happened in our life that we're not we're we're not open to looking at, and we want to blame other other people for the things that you know they're. We want to deflect because we don't want the spotlight on us and our behavior, and so you know it, you have to be willing to step up and be strong and be able to take that and 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 it's not that i'm taking it i i i i let it roll right off my back because i know that i'm not and you know uh i i i you know i i pray i pray that you know that he it, it becomes open that he can begin to heal his his you know the wounds and I don't know, I don't know him all that well, um, but I can tell that he is a, you know, that he has, has, you know, he has trauma. Everyone has trauma. We all do. And I just, you know, I, I, I pray that, you know, that God will awaken him to the next level so that he can really see really that this really, truly is about God. 
He finds his path and then narrows his yep. path. Amen. Find your path and, and narrow. Yep. Yep. You know, it's without, he said, Jesus, that, you know, to the apostles that, you know, they're going to hate you like they hate me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not everybody's going to like truth, you. <laughs> truth is, and it's not that, you know, now uh, you, you and, know, and, righteous fighter people, you know, right fighters are constantly right, 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 right. Okay. Well, whoa. I mean, you have to, there has to be perspectives brought into this and it's mm -hmm. inflection and retroflection. Like you said, that mindfulness, you, you read the scriptures and how Jesus talked to people. And that's simply what he mostly did was just talking and creating miracles at every street corner. <clears throat> and, and therefore that's why people wanted to be around him. They could give, you know, cause when he quit doing miracles, they're like, eh, we're done with you. Oh, <laughs> get yeah. out of the pool. We don't want here anymore um, yeah exactly no it, it's not the point at all he, he was just talking about the good news he was just talking to people he didn't really quote scripture the only few times that he quoted you know scripture would have been scripture written up to that time would have been when the pharisees were trying to trip him up and make him look bad to the the people there, the audience or the congregation or however, whatever you want to would call it. And then, you know, anything they reported back. So the Pharisees and Sadducees were, at least during Rome, they were allowed to continue to be um, Judeo, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. without being killed. So yeah. they were allowed to be a Pharisee was basically a rabbinical person giving way to the paganistic thought process of Rome. <clears throat> so they were allowed to continue on, but you know, that changes who they are. A lot of the scripture says you can't, you know, you can't do that. It doesn't work. You can't invite that into yourself. No, absolutely. And, and, and that's, you know, when we do, when we, we invite the enemy in, I mean, anything's bound to happen, right? So that's yeah, that's why on a daily you have to ask for di divine protection from the moment you wake up. Ask not to be deceived. Today, yeah. I please, don't mean to be deceived. Please give me the strength of heaven and earth as, as is your will to eradicate evil and restore good as is your will. Give me as much as I can do each day and know and trust that I will grow in strength and in conviction of your want and need for me. Those are kind of how I pray each day. Not, not always the same. I know if, and I try not to ask for things specifically because I wonder, uh, and I know that's not, you know, you can ask for something specific. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we, I'd like, absolutely, and and I, I, you know, I eventually would like to go into talking about, you know, the the other part of of this because you know it is it is a season of accountability where, you know, we we as women have to, you know, we have to step up and and say, you know what what the truth is and and the truth is is that we've been deceived with this feminism thing and that uh you know 
we we can we can uh you know we have to be this you know these this we have to be sexy all the time and you know and that's from the enemy right you know and it's like not even about that so like that is so like it's just so low, low vibrational that we you know so that's definitely something that I want to infuse into this when I was talking about that earlier is, is that we, we, I, I think the, the younger, the younger crowd, you know, they've been indoctrinated. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. here, here comes another challenge that, that we will have. Uh, and, and at the end of the day, it is our responsibility because they've been led astray. It's actually out of the playbook of when Paul had to send Timothy to the churches that they were talking about feminism uh -huh. and deceiving women back then to do certain things that please them sexually yep. in the church. That's really what happened. If we literally look at the, you know, the scriptures and then look at the time of what was happening and how the other writings that are not necessarily in the scripture. That's what was occurring. It's not new in the playbook. It's like you said, it's the wicked. It's the devil. It's the bad guys. It's all wicked. Oh, be sexy, yeah. be sexy. But, oh, don't be, don't, you know, oh, be sexy, be sexy. You got to be out there and you got to be sexy. You got to have the sex appeal and all that. That's how you're going to find a husband. And it's like, that's not how you're going to find a husband. It's it's that is the furthest from well, the not, truth. Not the, not the right husband. <laughs> well, well, not the right husband. Yeah, not the right husband. Yeah, you might find a husband, but not the right husband. Not yeah, not well, not well, a not a not a marriage that is that is uh, you know one uh, of God. Yeah, um, a real a real marriage of one flesh. You're of not one flesh. Find yeah, and and you know, and I'm uh, look, I'm not married, but you know, I know. I know people that are married and I know people that, that have marriages that have last forever. And I always, you know, I'm always in everybody's business because I want to know, I'm like, what's the secret. Right. And, you know, it is a lot of the, the connection is it's gotta be, you gotta have the connection with God and, and God has to be a part of that. And you have to not be dipping. You can't be, you know, living half, half your life, you serving the enemy and half your life serving God. Like, okay, I'm going to go do this, but I'm going to do this. Like you got to be all in. So you're saying that I probably, uh, guys shouldn't like happily married men should not be like eating at hooters <laughs> absolutely not right well, i mean actually that's no, really why why you shouldn't you, that shouldn't be really part of your thing it should no. be you know because they're making that too they're making tongue-in-cheek out of something that is actually a, a a break in the fabric of marriage of of yep. family of father of or daddy and mom and and, and, and family, it really is. Um, yeah. Can you go there and, and not go against the will of God? Yeah, probably. But I mean, you have to have that in your mind to be strong enough to do that. But what if you are, why would, why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you tempt that? Don't tempt the Lord thy God. There's, there's a saying that says that, and, and that kind of mean, doesn't mean about going into a den of tigers and lions. It means don't do stupid things and expect God to come to your rescue. Mm -hmm. 
if something were stupid to you know end up happening because you can't control yourself as well as you thought you could like you said well, and a, true control a true control really and honestly the true control is when you are of god right is when you when you are in and in, you are are with god and you're you're serving god that is yeah, truly when right, man, anything can come at you and you have the discernment to shut it down and not get you don't even you, you're not even in a vibration where you're going to get you're going to be offended by something right you just say it for what it's <clears throat> worth right you just say boom that's wrong da, 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 right and it's not it's it, it it's you know that's just the way it is right and um I don't know. You know, I know if that was my, I know, like, I know men, like I know some real men in my life and they would have been like shutting that down. Because (laughs) making something tongue in cheek and therefore the the goal really is to make something socially acceptable is absolutely wrong for, you know, like getting back to the children and objectifying children. And, you know, if you, if you watched any news about, you know, these minor tractors and all these new phrases and stupid go, oh my God, right. are we out of control when it out comes to control. that? And we're talking about they're hurting children in ways that destroy who that child is or could be. Psychologically just, and spiritually speaking. Yeah, boom. Just and, the early, and that's why the yeah. trafficking is so easy for people to do to children because they're so easily damaged it again it says mm-hmm. and that's a pretty strong statement of scriptures if you're not going to do the right thing as a parent then tie a millstone and throw mm-hmm. them back in the sea because you ruin their ability when you subject them or even allow to subject them we got back to that thing again where if you're depraved and different you're complicit yeah well, i didn't i wasn't the one actually doing anything no, but you let the neighbor come over. Right. Or you put you gave your children to go wa- be watched by the Uncle Fester or something. It, 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 right. No, you're complicit, depraved, indifferent. And we have to take responsibility. And we have to know that there are, you know, in the scriptures, just, you know, protect my children. There's several. Um, and, of course, Proverbs and Psalms. But Jesus mentions that too directly. We, and you're right, and there's a lot to be talked about. And I think <laughs> oh my gosh, so much, so much. There, people are seeing it in real time. It's not. It's like, oh, well, that's in the Bible. I get it. You know, great. No, it's actually happened in your back door, probably your neighbor's house, yeah, in your own absolutely. community. Absolutely, absolutely. And call it, it out. It's no longer. <laughs> yeah, it's no longer a biblical thought process it is it happens and it's happened and it is happening as we speak and we must act like i said take your part whatever your talent is whatever your desire to write to bring righteousness out to to help others understand what that means whatever it is little it may be then go for it although i don't you know, ascribe much to the butterfly effect or string theory, but there is something to the effect. And again, there is scripture that describes it. it doesn't it takes you well, to make energy. that change? 
it's energy. Positive Ooh. energy is, in, is pot. We look at the end of the day, human beings that are actually human beings like homo sapiens, <laughs> not just <laughs> walking around with the shell of a human. We're talking about human beings, homo sapiens, spiritual beings. We thrive in positivity. We thrive in it. And the enemy it's knows that. Heritage. And the yeah, enemy knows it. Yep. That's us. That's who we are. We're meant to be just these positive light bearers, uh, uh, you know, just loving and all of this. And and this this enemy has now come in and just perverted it all. And I'm glad you mentioned the word light bearer. We are the light bearers. We are the light. Lucifer that was added to the Bible back in 15-something by that guy. They know who did it. He is not the morning star. He's not the day star. He's not the bringer. None of that. That's all baloney. It's all lies. Yeah. The morning star is Jesus. He said so in the scriptures. He is also the day star of the New Jerusalem that's in the scriptures. All of that other stuff. But that's the thing. You look at, you you start to realize what they're trying to do. They're trying to deceive us. They are trying trying to take us. Yep. Pit us against each other, our own brother, our own blood, our own spiritual blood mm-hmm. that we're against each other. We are not. We are all that is here, and we need to help each other understand through love. And it's love's not butterflies and, and, and rainbows. Love is about mm-hmm. protection. Love is about yes. earnest. Love is about sweat yes. and works. Love, love is, is about, about calling calling people out that you see potential and they're messing up and they're doing stupid shit, but you have, you, you, you call them out and you're, you make them accountable. It's because they see something in you. They're not just doing it for their health. Right. That's the, that scripture we talked about earlier is that God said, I love the most. Yes. It's because of love. Not that he wants to hurt us. I mean, there's a lot of contrived misunderstanding that that's absolutely false, but he doesn't want us to fall in Satan's lair either. He doesn't want us to cast lots with the wicked. He doesn't want us to lay with the wicked, wicked and not lay both lay. But I think that that particular saying means that you just don't hang around the wicked. You, you they're going to change you or there's a likelihood of them changing you. If that's all you do is hang around them. I look at it. Like I look at it. Like I've dialed things up. Like I'm, I'm a veteran. I'm a, I'm a patriot. I love this country. Um, I, I will, I will, I will die for this country. And so I've dialed that up to, I, I love humanity and I'm serving God. Okay. God is my general. He is my general. He is telling me, you know, this is the, this is the path that you're taking. So it's elevated. It's on another, I I mean, that all that that other stuff applies. I'm, I'm still a patriot. I'm still a veteran. I still love this country, but yet I'm stepping it up a notch where I'm hovering over and I'm seeing what's going on. And that's kind of how I describe my mission now. And 
This you know? nation is God's nation. This Amen. Nation. This is his, this is his land. This is this is his country. We were founded upon the principles, upon the righteous principles. And so I'm I'm in his army. Okay. I'm just dialing it up a notch. That's it. Because at the end of the day, it's all about God, but it's, it is about my country too. And sure. Does it, you know, does it, it's a painful process to see. Yeah. But it's waking up folks. Folks are waking up every day. Everyone is getting they're They're starting to get activated, right? That's what it is, is it's, we want to activate. We want to take action. Right. And so whatever that is pick, if you don't want to do politics, that's fine. Don't do that. I'm not doing it. I thought I was going to do it, but then I'm like, nah, I, I need to let these, I need to let this kind of uh, uh, get light and fluffy again. You know, it needs to be more light and fluffy. It's very, it's just, it's, 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 it's intense. <laughs> it's an, it's an intense world. <laughs> it's an intense world. When they say swamp, it is just that. It is yeah. so, it's, it's, it's something. It's and evil. It is. To be in it and to fight in it, you would have to have the strength of knowing what it is. And and so I get some of that concept of hold the line. Let's yep. not react yet. Let's yep. hopefully it doesn't get too stupid. That there are people that are, and you can see it. You can see it coming apart. And I, you know, I pray for God's will and resolution to, to strengthen and keep our mm-hmm. nation within pointing towards him going narrowing our path to him and supporting and realizing what we were really designed and made for as a nation i pray for that and like you said i would give my life for this nation knowing that i'm doing the righteous thing and doing something that is righteous right and they don't want you to do that right that's january 6th stuff that's any Mm -hmm. you know Parents going to, <laughs> to, to parent teacher conferences or going to the school board and saying, oh, quit teaching our kids all the time. And then they try to throw them all in jail. They tase them and they throw them down. Mm-hmm. Police officers are arresting people for no, no reasons of any constitutional validity and acting uh, indifferent to their oaths. And the it's just a bunch of baloney. But we have to stand firm. Because they know not what they do. And we can't just eliminate all of these ill-begotten children Mm -hmm. just because they have been deceived. We have to make them aware. Yes, we do. Including police officers. And that's, you know, that's occurring too, right? There's constitutional sheriffs and all these things trying to get these guys to, you know, think differently. But it's different because, you know, Satan's power is very alluring. It feels like love, but as love is death. Yeah, his love eventually. is death. It the is. Second, the second death, his death. Yeah, his love. But it feels all because he knows. I mean, those were created in his image. Well, so Satan's created in his image too. He who created him. But Satan's a cherub, and I don't know, I'm getting all that. That's getting really deep. yeah we got to save that but we got to save that for another conversation but man this has been a really really good time man i'm telling you it's just this has been such good conversation and it's just kind of we can just 
man, we could go on forever talking about so many things that are just going on. Uh, and it's could be well, like, Jamie, be overwhelming. <laughs> I want you to know one thing specifically is, as well as the listenership, is that who you're talking to now, mm-hmm. I've always been that. I just didn't know nor understand until I read the scriptures mm-hmm. and beginning to walk the walk, live the life, and knowing my job here is to bring the good news. Hallelujah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And from there, it is growing and growing and growing. Yeah. And I can't say enough about thinking you know something and actually knowing it are two separate things. So true, right? So true that the enemy make the, the enemy makes you like, he makes you think, you know, what you're talking about. And it gives you this arrogance. Like you, you just don't know damn thing. (laughs) And then when you, you come, you come over to, to the righteous side, you're like, Oh my goodness. Now I get it. Like, I'm like, I know nothing. I know nothing. Teach me. And then you just get it. You get, it's like, Oh man, so much. It's, it's, it's an amazing thing. It really, really is an amazing thing. The strength and it is strength. Mm -hmm. It is not gullibility. Gullibility is thinking that, you know, wickedness is a value. The lesser of two evils is evil. And that's the equation that has to be understood. Absolutely. And I, you know, uh, I think going forward, I think going forward, like as a nation, because I know we were talking about that, we really have to start really vetting who we're going to put, who we're going to put in charge of, of of our of our welfare okay as a nation i think that we really 100 percent. yeah a hundred percent there's a part in romans that you know we have to trust the government because the government's ordained and again that's another one of paul's sayings and you know, who is he talking to and what was the thing and all that but that's absolutely totally misconstrued There's nothing in the government that we're supposed to follow if it, one, violates any of the principles of Jesus Christ and or God. Secondly, if we look at, I I don't remember where that one is, but it's it's that Jesus brings the government in on his shoulders. That's the one that's ordained, not just any goofbag that cheats with flipping votes with a machine or whatever. That's not what that means at all. Okay. One something through devious techniques doesn't make them, we have to follow that. That's absolute total and obliterating nonsense and blathering Satanistic thought processes. We're supposed to fight against that. There is absolutely a ton of scriptures that show that we must bring righteousness to bear. That's our job and our charge. And we can't accept wickedness as the rule that's false doctrine false doctrine false prophets false doctrine the whole nine yards and and but that's always you know 
Nadler, whatever, and Pelosi and all these people that are, we know are just bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we, you know, we, they're by, beyond reproach because they were voted for. No. Baloney. Expel them. Let's go. Let's get it done. Well, make they make the rules so hard. Rules? <clears throat> the Constitution is the only true doctrine of this nation. Rules not, and you start getting into how a constitution works, and we need that's a problem. We don't get that in school, you don't get that mm-hmm. any other way, and you start realizing what that is. That will rebuild this country just knowing oh how my to goodness. apply the constitution and common law. So, everyone, you know, first get out the Bible because even if we had a civil war and it was all about common law and, and yada 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 and blah blah blah, we didn't have you know, God is the where he needs to be in this constitution as he always has been we'll be right back to where we started. Mm-hmm. That's it. Maybe call it a little different or be a, instead of LBTQ, it'll be LBQT. I don't know, but it won't make a difference in the long run. So it's still, again, back to basics. Mm-hmm. Key that brought us here, that gave us the liberties, that gave us the power, that gave us all of this earth needs to be put back first so that we can live in this world and be brethren to be brother and sister and be righteousness in, in what we need to so that we can all help each other. And that's where it needs to be. So it's a, it can't do one or the, off the other, of course, you know, but certainly one has to be done before the other because one was done before the other was even thought of. It's what brought it to be, to bear. Absolutely. And that's why I'm going to name this podcast Back to Basics. We got to go back to the basics. We got to simplify. Got to make it simple. Back to, back to the rock. Back to the Back to the rock, bedroom. baby. Woohoo! Hallelujah! Yes, it is. Absolutely. It's 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 the only way. Circle back. <laughs> Circle back. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, right, so that's funny. That's really yeah, it uh, is. It's really good, but yeah. you know, funny. Ah, uh, wow. All right. Well, I thank you so much for coming on. I really do appreciate it. It's been an amazing conversation, and uh, I look forward to having you back on again. And we're just going to keep this train going. We're on the same mission. Uh, we are like-minded and uh, we have similar goals in mind. So I just, it's a no-brainer for me. That's awesome. And I'm, I'm glad to, you know, it was, there, there, you have to be patient. Oh, and, 100%. You know, be still and know that I am the Lord. So there is patience in things that occur. Because, right, we, it, there's a lot of plates in the air. And if, you know, I know that it was an odd thing that we had pray, prayed, Lori and I, and prayed and, because we're trying to like, how are we going to do what, what what's, and, you know, Kelly's like, one day comes in and, hey, you know, Jamie and, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, what? Oh, my God. And that's why I told Kelly, I said, we've been praying. And that's pretty big. Oh, me, wow. That blows me you away. Know, when the light bulb comes on like that and we've had so many of those moments where you just because you now you're putting on the eyes that can see and the ears that can hear it starts to become as real as it is real 
And that's what it's all about. Once you realize it, then it becomes a lot easier. Like anything in, in, in any kind of situation, once you've got it, it's not so foreign. It's not so scary. It's not so new. It is who we are and what we are. But yeah, it's, 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 it's great. I just, it's a good stuff. That blows me away. That's amazing. It is just, it's a wonderful set of things that continue to work the way they're supposed to work. God is a, they say he works in mysterious ways. Well, yeah. He works if you let him. He works if you let him. There you go. There you go. Can I get, can I get an amen? Amen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Bob, for coming on and, uh, and uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping that the listeners got something out of this. I know I did. It's good stuff. It's, it it's is so, good stuff. It's so good. I mean, it ain't perfect because perfection, and especially when people talk, you know, about money and wealth, but, you know, wealth is not money mm-hmm. so much as it is prosperity and prosperity with God unto Jesus Christ. And, Right. Then it starts making all kinds of sense. So that's what I want people to at least start to endear. It says, give back to Caesar with Caesar. So Amen. hopefully we'll give it to him. Really give it to him. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Awesome. All well, right. Jamie, so have you a good so evening. You too. Thank- have a wonderful, God bless evening. God bless. Please, God bless. Have God a wonderful, bless. wonderful understanding and enlightenment. All right. Take care. Thank you. Wow. 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 Just blown away. This is an amazing conversation. Um, I know it, we will, we went for two hours and 45 minutes, guys. Just like that. We're just, we're just hitting the surface, right? So yeah, I'm naming this podcast Back to Basics. Uh, We're going to take it back. It it, it goes back to us. So uh, we're going to give you the tools in order to be successful. The next podcast I do is just going to be me and I'm just going to talk about my journey and um, and what I've I've done and get a little bit more in depth. Uh, about my experience uh, in the next podcast that I do by myself. Definitely going to have Bob back on. He's a wealth of knowledge. And we got other speakers that are lined up. And I would like to do a, um, I'd like to start maybe like doing a topic ahead of time. And then people, if they're interested in being on, then they can come on and just like have a round table and discussion about what their experiences or what they're seeing in their area, whatever topic it is. So I want to do something like that as well. So anyway, um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, even if you made it, if you made it through the entire two hours and 45 minutes, oh my gosh, you are a champion. Uh, if you broke it up, still appreciate you listening. I really do. So make sure that you give us a, a, a rumble, uh, hit the plus mark if you enjoyed and please feel free to comment. Uh, 
if it, if it's constructive, if it's something that we can make better. Uh, you know, I know I have admittedly said that I am not a techie, so I struggle in that department. But yeah, if, if anybody can give any tips about something or uh, anything, anything at all, just chat it there in the comments. And um, again, thank you so much for listening. And have a wonderful evening. And take care of yourself. Step into your sovereignty. Be strong. Be brave. And be bold. Take care. And God bless.